everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the East Coast Bros Podcast. Nice, nice. Welcome, everybody. That's Ben. And that's Nate. And that's Matt. And, and my guest tonight, we have Ben. Who do we got, Ben? We got a special guest, Nate. Who is it? We got my man, Sean McFadden. He is a fighter on the Irish Boxer Club. How you doing, everybody? Hey, Sean. What's up, buddy? Good to have you, buddy. Good to have you. Yeah, nice. Awesome to be here. Thanks. Thank you. Awesome uh, to have you. Yeah. Well, if you want a quick bio, uh, Sean's become the, the IPC. As everybody knows, I'm a boxing coach. Sean's become it about five years. Um, the most loyal fighter I've ever had. He is in the master's division, which means 35 and over, and you're amateur. About over 20 fights. Um you know, the most loyal guy I ever had, and he works his ass off, and the toughest kid I ever had. You know, so, um, and we're going to go into how the whole documentary with Sylvester Stallone, it's going to be on Netflix, or it's going to yeah. be on a major network. I want to hear about that. That yes. sounds re yep. really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because, Sean, I was just, I just saw an article not too long ago about that. Uh, Sylvester Stallone in Rocky Four when he was with Dolph Lundgren. And apparently, I guess I didn't realize this. I knew that he got hurt during one of the fight scenes. Yes. But I didn't realize that in, in this article that he was in the hospital for like nine days or something like yes, that. Yes, almost almost two weeks. Uh, I know I know that whole story. So Sylvester oh. Stallone likes to push the envelope. Yep. So he would he would um, the sparring would be almost re it would be real. Yes. So Dolph Lundgren hit him right in the middle of the chest and actually stopped his heart. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. think about that movie, Dolph Lundgren, the, the shape he was in. Imagine getting hit by that workhorse. Oh, yeah. Crap. Right. Right. Well, and, they, and they've remained, and they've remained, from my understanding, good friends ever since then. I understand. I think he was, I think Lundgren was in a lot of, was in his, um, Expendable movies, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, they yeah. remain good friends. In the beginning, when he when they when they were looking at him to cast him, um, so uh, Sylvester Stallone would say, My God, look at this. He's a beautiful, he's a big, beautiful man with all these muscles. He says, yeah. Boy, I, I, he hated him so much because he had so much envy for him. So he <laughs> yeah. said, if, I, if I'm looking at him and I'm hating him, everybody else is gonna hate him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh, a good one. It was, it was perfect. So what that is. When did that come out? I forget now when that movie came out. 80, oh, my God. 85. 85, okay. So I was 16. When that movie came out, I was 16. And I remember going to the movie theater. And like, Sean, you were just saying, I remember like you, because back then, the Cold War was still happening. And we still had, and so there was that still that big fight with Russia and America. <laughs> Obviously, the movie, right? Um, I remember going to the theater, too. And like you just said, Sean, having that same thing, a 16-year-old kid look at this guy like, Wanting Sylvester Stallone just to beat the crap out of him, yeah. Uh, yep. yeah, just because he was a Russian. That was that was the only reason why. No other reason. Yep. Not yep. because he killed Apollo, but because he freaking was a Russian. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good, feel good movie, much like uh, yeah, it was just a feel good movie. So yeah. yeah. So go ahead, Nate. Uh, go ahead, Nate. Um, well, what are I'm sorry, I lost. <laughs> You guys are talking about freaking Dolph <laughs> uh, my, my, my favorite one is Rocky Three. I love Mr. T. I loved it. Yeah, I was I was actually gonna ask besides because Rocky Four is great. I was yeah. actually I was gonna ask, uh, 
what is your favorite one out of the whole the whole series? My Did favorite said, one is oh, is Rocky, the, okay. the original. All right, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 that's that's my yeah. I, I'm 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 same page. Yep, yep. I'll, I'll tell you, Sean, I got a, a Nate, guys, I, I've ever told you guys, but I got a story to tell you. So when I was a kid, so when Rocky II came out, it was in theaters. I was, uh, I used to play Little League down at Cadham's uh, Field. Down. I don't know if they call it that anymore. It used to be, is that what it is? So I used to play, yeah, little, right. Little, yeah right. I used to play Little League there. And one day, uh, it was, I, I, I used to have to walk there from the west side part where, where I lived up on Garfield. And I'm, I had practice, and it started downpouring. Uh, Mom was working, so she wasn't going to get me. So I had to walk home. It's downpour. I'm talking like heavy downpour. And I'm going past West Side Theater, which is not there anymore, right? No, it's a pawn shop. Okay, okay. I'm going to past West Side Theater, and there's this guy out there. He's out there sweeping the, the water away from the, from the entryway, and I'm thinking he's a maintenance guy. So I go by there, and the guy says, hey, kid. You're really soaking wet. Why don't you come on in and watch a movie and dry up? And I'm like, a little bit freaking out. Like, okay, guy wants me to go in there. But there were people in there. was a movie playing. So I said, okay. I go in, and I go to the first theater. And what movie's playing? It's Rocky II's playing. Uh, and, 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 and it's the scene. It's the, and I still remember because it's the scene when Apollo and his managers or whatever, and his trainers, they're all in the office talking. And mm -hmm. they're talking about how everybody wants a rematch because they think Apollo was a big fake because Rocky should have won. Right, right. I don't want to do it. So, and I'm, I'll never forget that walking, like just going in, like a kid. And here's this movie going on for free. Walking into this big theater, and there's Rocky II playing in there. It was really cool. Right. Well, I'll I'll tell you what. Growing up as a kid, all the way through the '80s, '70s, late '70s, '80s, Rocky, the movie, the the whole series has been a big impact on my life. I'm sure it has been in your guys' lives as well. Oh, I mean, yes. the the movies were just great. They were. Yeah. So full of of action, enthusiasm, and and made you want to be a part of it. Like, I, I, you you guys know what I'm talking about. The feeling you got, at, especially at the end. Yep. So Sean, what made so Sean? What made you get? So what made you get into the into the into boxing? I mean, I mean, was it things movies? Was it that like rock? Well, it, it was it was that, but I have like a, a little bit uh, a little bit more. Um, so I uh, I grew up in the inner city of Reading, Pennsylvania. And then uh, for seven years, I, I was in boys' homes uh, in and around Philadelphia. And uh, I was in the same boys' home as uh, Sylvester Stallone graduated from, which wow. is the Manor campus of the Devereux Foundation. Wow. And we were, we were there 20 years apart. And we even had the same therapist. His name was Gunther Abraham. Wow. So I used to go in there. I went in there as a 10-year-old boy and uh, you know, pretty much – kids in there we're all getting thrown away nobody believes in us so on and so forth so Gunther used to that. tell me um Gunther used to tell me like uh inspirational stories and you know Rocky Rocky one um, not Rocky one Rocky Rocky two Rocky three and Rocky four were already actually Rocky five is out too so um when you're it just gave me a lot of hope it gave all the kids a lot of hope um and I used to think to myself that it changed that that's when things started to change for me it's like wow um I was thrown out of every school I was ever in. Sylvester Stallone was thrown out of every school he was ever in. Um, I was always in trouble. Uh, he was always in trouble. Uh, and uh, and that's that. So I took a lot of hope and inspiration from that. And uh, that's what that's what changed everything for me. Um, and I'm not going to be, a, I used to think to myself, I'm not going to be a statistic. 
I'm going to work hard. I'm going to train hard. He did it so I can do it. I know I can. So, nice. and that's what, uh, and that's what, that's what effect got me here. I got, as soon as I got out of the boys home, um, I went up and uh, I moved to Scranton. It wasn't too long after. And um, within six months, I had my first fight at the CYC in front of like 3000 people. And we had a, we had a huge standing ovation. And actually coach Nate was my, my corner. In, in the tough man competition. Yeah, tough man. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nate, was, Nate, was I there for that? I think yeah. I was. Yeah. Wow. You remember? Say that again, oh. Nate. We were losing you. Oh, I'm sorry. The little skinny kid who fought that we knew from West Side. Yeah. Uh, what was his well, name? Hunt Singer Paul. Paul Huntsinger, was it? Yeah, Paul Huntsinger, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he fought in that. I think it was the right. same year. Yeah. Yeah, so you're hey, there. Hey, yeah, I was. Hey, Sean, can I ask you a question quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, have you had the opportunity to actually meet Stallone? Yes. Um, this, wow. This, okay. is actually, this is actually crazy, and this is like everything come full circle. Um, so, um, I, I, uh, well, a lot of you guys, you guys all know Mike Kunda. From West Side, from West Scranton, I've become right. friends with him, and I started following following him around um, on these Facebook pages. Uh, so we we got in the same group uh, called Rocky Balboa Going the Distance, and our good friend Marco Lanier uh, runs that group, and he was putting out something. He was he was chosen to uh, to do like a commercial, but they didn't tell us anything, and uh, it was in the middle of November, and uh, they wanted us to send a 30 second video as to why we want to be a part of this, uh, rock, you know, Rocky commercial, but they didn't tell us what it was for. They didn't tell us what Sylvester Stallone was going to be there. And, uh, I'm thinking to myself, well, ah, I'm not going to get picked for this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to send it in. So the deadline was December 10th to send in your 30 second video. And here I am driving home from work. And, uh, I, I said, you know what the hell is it? I'm going to do it. So I sent the 30 second video in two hours later, I got an email. They said, we're taking your we're taking your video right to the boss and a few days later they wanted me to come down to philadelphia from the 16th to the 18th to film and i got down there we were filming in front of the art museum steps it happened to be uh the super bowl commercial that was in the last two minutes of the super bowl wow. and i got to be i got to be right up front i got to watch sylvester stallone um film we were out there from six in the morning till six at night uh filming and uh i got to talk to him I was, it was, I got pictures with him and it was amazing. And I got, I, uh, I grabbed a hold of him and I said, sir, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to thank you. I said, I've been waiting to, to speak to you since I was 10 years old. I said, we both graduated from the Devereux foundation. And I, and I even told him, I said, I don't know if you remember Gunther, but we had the same therapist and he said, Oh man. He said, Jesus, that was so long ago. I was there in the sixties. And I said, yes, sir. I said, I was there in, in the mid eighties to in the early nineties. He said, man, he said, he started laughing. He said, that was an awfully weird place. And I said, well, I didn't, ch it didn't change too much in the nineties, sir. It's still the same. It was an awfully weird place then too. So we shared a laugh. Um, uh, we talked a little bit more and we got a real nice picture. The coolest thing about him is everybody asks us how he is. Uh, let me tell you, every time we took a break, every time we got five minutes um, to cut or something, we went for lunch. He came down with his cell phone into the crowd, hanging out with the average ordinary people. That's that's where he wanted to be. He hung out with us, talked with us um, all day long. All day long it was amazing. Nice. So, so 
the elephant in the room, the big question is, what the hell did you do in that 30-second video to make them want to take that straight to the boss? Well, um, I basically, um, basically what I've been telling you guys here this, this morning is that, um, you know, I, I, I went to the same, we graduated from the same boys' home. Uh, right. I became a fighter um, because of his inspiration and, uh, and just, just gave me, just gave me a lot of hope. Um, like, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're, I keep repeating myself, I'm sorry. When, when you're, when you, when you're, when you're young and, uh, the walls are closing in on you and right. you don't have, you don't have a whole lot of hope or light. Um, right, right, he was the one right. thing I reached for and it helped me. So, wow, and I expressed great... that, I expressed that in the video and, uh, they, it was just everything, everything kind of like it was a domino effect. Nice. Yeah, that, nice. that's a, yeah. that's a, that is a great story. I love yeah, it. Heck yeah, I heck love yeah. it. Heck yeah. Nate, come on, Nate, you got to get close. Sean had a really tough upbringing and uh, we think we had it bad and he, he really had it bad. I mean, I don't want to, if he wants to go into it, he can, but he, you know, he had it rough yeah. growing up. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Sean, I've 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 known you for a little while now. I haven't had the opportunity to hang out with you a lot of times, but you are more of a gentleman than I I've come across. You are uh, a legit, just a nice, overall, great-hearted person. That's what I got for you. Every time we hung out, we went golf, and we hung out with you. You just come off as just that, you know, just that that great guy, and it's awesome. Your story of what you come from as having it rough as a kid and that you've grown up to, to, to be this very heartfelt person is, is totally awesome, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. It's taken a lot of years. Um, I, still fight, I still fight a lot of uh, – a lot of times it doesn't come out, but uh, I still fight a lot of demons and a lot right. of anger every single day. But uh, right. I, have, I have boxing. Boxing saved my life. Nice. Go. Yeah. 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 So Sean, I don't know if you're, if, if you're able to or not, I don't know. Are you able to like talk about anything about the doc? Like is the documentary, are you allowed to say anything yet? Like, like when oh, can yeah. we expect well, it? Like, I, you guess know? I, can, I guess I can. I'm actually really excited. Um, so um, through the same group, uh, Rocky Balboa going the distance that with Mike Kunda and Marco and everybody, uh, we have a, I met another friend of mine. Um, his name is John Messina, who is a, who is an actor, a director. Uh, he created this, he created Fight Story. He's also a full-time teacher in Long Island. And uh, this has been his lifelong dream to do this documentary. And uh, he put out there on Rocky Balboa going the distance looking for stories. Um, so the Super Bowl commercial had already happened. And we started, we started talking and then uh, we set up a Zoom meeting. And uh, so we went and did our Zoom meeting. We talked for about an hour and a half in the Zoom meeting. And by the end of that meeting, he said, "You, uh, you're, you're in, you're in." So we started wow. doing that, and we set up to do the filming. Um, this was like right around when COVID was starting, so we mm. were waiting, waiting, waiting. And uh, he, he he called me one day and uh, said, "We're ready to go. We're gonna we'll be um, we're gonna start filming in October." And I'm like, "Oh my God, this is amazing! This is everything surreal." And uh, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's, it's a fight story is a documentary um, about ordinary people doing extraordinary things that were took inspiration from the Rocky saga. Oh, nice. So that's what, that's, and there's a lot of, uh, um, there's, 
um, I don't want to, I don't know if I, I don't want to reveal some of the other stories. Right, of course, of course. Yeah, like that's pretty cool. Um, but uh, yep. there's some amazing stuff. And uh, John has, has treated us amazing. Um, and uh, he's put his whole, his, his, his whole life into this and creating this. And, uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. It's pretty nice. Can't it's going to be on uh, within six to eight months. We're hoping it's going to be out. Um, he's trying for one of the major streaming networks, either Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, one of them. So nice. Really, really cool. Awesome. If, hey, Sean, if it becomes, if, if they put it on DVD, you sign it for me, bud? Absolutely. Yeah, right, sure. Cool. Absolutely. Nice, 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 nice. So, yeah. So, so Sean, uh, um, talk about COVID and talk about the, that industry for you. Was there any, were there any special circumstance or anything you had to get used to filming something during COVID? I mean, you know, the social distancing, wearing masks. I mean, was there things that challenged you at all? Uh, well, it was, it was, it was, well, we all had to wear our masks when we did, when, right, you know, when we all came to the gym. The, the coolest thing was, is we were all supposed to, everything, uh, my part was supposed to be all done in Philly too, as well as a couple of the others. And um, I had, me and John had talked one day and I had asked, I had asked John, I said, listen, I said, um, we, we have we, our, our gym, that's where, I mean, if it wasn't for the gym, it wasn't for the Irish Boxing Club and everything that we're doing there to help all the young kids that are coming in and growing up and stuff like near all being with. And I had asked them if we could, if we could do my filming, um, at least part of it at the gym so we could share it with all the kids and all the coaches mm. and everybody right. and put the time in. He thought that was the great idea. And it was like bing, bang, boom. So we came there, we filmed all day and everybody wore their masks, except for when we were specifically training um because they they're they're coming from new york city and long island so so we, we did we uh we took our precautions everything we had to do and then everything the filming came out great so nice awesome nice. awesome so so nate and sean nate, i know it's kind of difficult nate because the computer kind of picks you guys up but yeah but for right you guys though so you guys met so that so uh i know you sean mentioned earlier his first fight you guys were there uh was that the first time you guys oh, you were working his corner you were working sean's corner I, nate right Correct. Yeah, at the at the at the Steam Town Mall. Yeah. So how did you, so how did you guys end up? How did you guys meet up? Like how did you guys meet up through through Irish Boxing Club? Or? Well, well, he would come with a, a different coach, Woody, who was the best. Um, he was part of us, but he would train Sean at different times. But what happened was, um, boxing is a very tough sport to be a coach in, and um, there's a lot of politics, a lot of backstabbing. Um, Woody was doing a real good job. He would matchmake, and it takes a lot out of you. And I think he, he just said, you know, I, I can't take it anymore. And we, he just said, go with Nate and Gene, and that was it. That's, the, that's history. Nice. You know? Nice. I mean, Woody still goes all the fights. He's still a great friend. But I, I totally understand what, he, what he's talking about because there's so much. And, I, and I'm not bad-mouthing any parents. When parents come with their kids, it gets tough. Yeah, you know, because oh, yeah. they try to be their coaches too. It's it's we're I the coaches, it. and that's it. I you know? saw it yeah. firsthand. I saw it firsthand. Yeah, at your at your gym, at your gym. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but uh I just want to say, Sean McFadden's son Cole is the fighter now too. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, good. He's a tough oh, one, nice. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Nice. I I want to I I I told you before. Uh, I want to send my son down there for you, Sean, like a week, and I want you guys just to beat the shit out of him. So he teach yeah. him a lesson. He that thinks he's good. all that. He thinks he's all that. He goes to the gym four hours a day. The kid's freaking benching like 300 pounds or whatever. He thinks he's all that. And I'm like, dude, I just want that. Hey, who's the girl you have boxing? What was her name? Uh, Mimi. 
Mimi. I said I want Mimi to beat the crap out of him just one time. Well, I'm not uh, taking that away. I'm not taking that away from Garrett, but she would. She beat the hell out of all of us. Yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> she <would>. was good. <laughs> but one thing, one thing I wanted to mention about Sean and his discipline is I love how he how he refers to you being you, Nate. He always refers to you as Coach Nate. I yeah. love that. I love that. Me too. Because yeah. that that discipline. He he just yeah, has that definitely. discipline. That, I don't. And that's that's great. I don't know if it's discipline as much as respect. Okay. You know? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, definitely. Respect, respect. You're right. Um, You're right. And he's a, he's a great guy, you know? Well, yeah, he's an he really awesome is. guy. He's an yeah. awesome guy. Yeah. He really is. And, and as far as, like, the young kids come, he take, he puts them all under his wing. You know, I could be right. kind of a jerk sometimes. I've been doing it 20-plus years. Right, right. You know, when they walk in with an attitude, like, you know, I kind of right. shut them off. Yeah. Right. But Sean takes them all under his wing. He has nothing bad to say about anybody. You know, yeah, that's true. I do all the bad talking. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, that was my well, that was my question. I wanted to ask the both of you guys uh, as far as now. You know me, Nate. I did uh, uh, youth sports myself, so uh, football uh, at you know Papa Warner level up to high school right. level, track and field stuff like that with kids. And I know everything you're talking oh. about with parents and all that. But let me ask you guys something. The Irish Boxing Club, from what I see, they do a lot of community service, and you guys really and you talk about helping kids. So you guys, like, uh, you guys have any, you know, I, I want you guys to be able to promote Irish Boxing Club and tell us what you guys do for the kids down there. Tell, give us a little bit of an idea what how you guys mentor kids and what goes on. Well, we're, we're, um, it's, uh, it's all free. So it's, yeah. uh, what is it, non, whatever you call it. Uh, non-profit. Non <laughs> yeah, non-profit. Uh, yeah, but that's the best part, though, that, yeah. that these kids could come in. Yep. Get a, get an educ the, the learn the art of boxing. Yes. And and for free. I mean, come yes. on. Yes. And and you know what? Coach Gene is like Yoda. He's the best. Yeah. Yeah, he's Gene. The, you know. You know. You that, I'm pretty much his mentor, or he's my mentor. You know. Gotta, gotta mention Coach Gene Reed here. Absolutely. Hello, Coach Gene Reed. You're the man. Gotta mention him. <laughs> but uh, what what we do is they'll come into the it's a it's it's Weston Field on Providence Road in Scranton. Um, they just got to pay like a $2 fee to get in the doors and, uh, and we're all free. You know, they come up, keep them off the streets. And you know what? Sean made a comment about boxing save, saving his life. I don't know if you guys remember when I was younger, I was off the wall. Yeah. And if it wasn't for boxing, I wouldn't probably be here either. No, you were, no, you were no. both, you were both two jackass. Not Sean, not you, Sean. <laughs> Nathan, and ben, Nathan and Ben, you were both yeah. jackasses. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but I was, yeah. I was worse. Yeah. I was definitely worse. I was not right. Ah, uh, well. But, but you know what? Boxing saved my life, and I see it changing. A lot of kids come down and stand up the streets, and they're just gentlemen now. You know, and I'm yeah. still friends with all of them. They're grown men now. Yeah, I would say, I would say, when you when you got into boxing, things turned around for you, definitely. Yes, yes, definitely, absolutely. This, this is going back in the day with Elwin White, people Elwin like that, and Chris Walsh, Chris yep. Walsh, and yes. uh, Ryan uh, Paletti. Paletti. Yeah, yeah. Early guys from the Irish Boxing Club. Yeah. Talking back years ago. Yeah. And Nate's They're, been there for a while. Coach, Nate's since, been there for a while. Since 94, man. 94. 94. Yeah. Wow, th really? That's the year I yeah. got out of the Navy. Holy crap. I didn't realize there you go. Combo, dude. Yeah. Wow. Last hey, time Shush. Matt blew his load. <laughs> so, sure. <laughs> okay. So, hey. So yeah, pretty much. No, no. Last time I blew my was Garrett was uh, he's twenty six. So yeah, twenty five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sean, uh, Sean, uh, let me ask you, buddy. 
go around the table here. Who 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 would you say uh, is your favorite like real professional boxer? It could be anybody, lightweight. It doesn't matter. I have I have actually I have two of them. Cool. Um, uh, Smoking Joe Frazier. Uh huh. Nice. And, uh, and and Tommy the Duke Morrison. There you okay. go. Yep. Yep. There yep. I can two, respect that. The number one and number two, two best books in boxing history. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and uh, Sean, I, I was thinking about that. Oh, I was going to tell you. For me, when I grew up as a kid, so mind you, again, I'm I'm, I'm older than they are, so I'm, I'm 52. And growing up as a kid, I can remember more specifically in the lightweight part was uh, um, was um, Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think he's probably one of my favorites, I guess. I, I, I'll be up front with you. I don't know a lot about boxing. I'll be up front with you. But I can remember Nate. You know Nate. Grandpa used to watch boxing every night in the band. You know, too. Oh, yeah. He used to watch it every night up in his room. And a uh, little TV. And he'd go up there. And he'd be – all you all hear him say, remember Nate? He'd say, like, these bums, these bums. They don't know what they're yeah. doing. These bums suck. But, but you know what hey. fight that was? What? Larry Holmes when he beat that Tex, what is his name? Tex oh, Cobb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tex Cobb took a beat and then he was but calling him a bum. <laughs> but Nate, yeah. Nate, yes, sir. That's where you got it from, though. That's where probably you got this whole, uh, definitely. Yeah, you're probably Grandpa right. was up in that room that he loved boxing. Of course, yeah. that's where you got it from. Yeah, he did. All right, you want to hear my favorite fighter? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Joe Lewis. Uh, okay. I said that. Yep. Um. I respect that. And I and I was talking to Sean. I love aggressive fighters, like guys who just come forward. And I'm always like Marvin Hagler. Oh, okay. You know, he, All right. He was an animal. He okay. just came right at you. Okay. All but, right. But I know Ben has his favorite. He's going <laughs> to. Um, well, my favorite, he just fought in an exhibition match. Mm -hmm. And whatever, it's an exhibition. He's, I mean, you got to give it to the guy in his 50s. You got to give it to both of them. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, I'm a fan of both of them, but when it comes down to it, I love Roy Jones Jr. Yes. Uh, when he fought that, I'll never forget when he fought that fight back in, I think it was 93, 92, when he fought um, uh, Vinny Pazienza. And yep. he, he hit him with that straight, that straight left, came with that straight right, hook, 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 and then he fell down, and Pazienza gets up, and and Roy Jones Jr. just kind of looks at the ref and was like, really? You really going to let this go on? Looked at, looked at Vinny Pezianza, shrugged his shoulder. Okay, I'll give it to you. Again, bam, 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 bam. Vinny down. <laughs> but don't get yeah. me wrong. Vinny came back from a devastating neck injury. And, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? That almost devastated his whole career. So I give it to Vinny, Vinny yeah. too. But, but Roy Jones Jr. Junior in his prime. Oh my God, I love watching him. He was such he was such a master yeah. of the art. And, well, you know, Paz. Now, and, now listen. And Jake Lamada. I'm a huge Jake Lamada fan. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hey, Matt, uh, but Ben, you're talking about Roy Jones Jr. Uh, I'm sorry, Vinny Pazienza. He he broke his neck in a car accident. Yeah. Right. That... Now, do you guys know who, who Sean just told me his first fight? Back after breaking his neck was again. It wasn't against a bomb. It was against freaking Roberto Duran. Yeah. Oh, really? The hands of stone, Roberto Duran. Like you imagine? I didn't. And know he beat that. him. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny Paz, Paz, was, he was tough shit. Has he had to beat with Duran? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Nice. I mean, nice. I mean, Duran was a little older, but it was still Roberto Duran. 
Well, he, well, he's big. You know, you know, he's big up here in Rhode Island. Uh, Vinny, they love oh, him. Oh yeah, big up here. And uh, yep. I never met him, but my uh, neighbor actually. It's funny we talk about this because the other night we were we were at having some drinks, and my neighbor was telling me that he actually saw him one time. I don't know if it was at a restaurant or somewhere. And he saw him there, and he went up to him and was like, "Hey, Vinny, you know, we appreciate everything you've done for this for Rhode Island stuff like that. We really appreciate it all." It was a few years back, and he was actually very. Uh, my buddy Jim said he was very uh, uh, humble and very sober about it. He was very uh, thanked him about it and said he really appreciated that that he said that to him, and it really made his his night. So, again, I don't know much about the guy. I don't know, you know, what he's like out in town, but go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. If you ever get a chance. Oh, it's okay. If you ever get a chance, the movie Bleed for this. If you ever seen that's the movie okay. about Vinny. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, All right. It's definitely amazing. Something to see. All right. Cool. So, guys, just to let you guys know, let's continue with the uh, interview with Sean, and we'll, and we'll finish up on that because we've got 10 minutes left, and then we have to cut out, and then we'll come back in, and we'll do the rest of the show. And, of course, Sean, you, of course, we want, if you, if we want you to come back in, too, so if, if that's okay with you. Okay. Um, you know, so so we'll yeah, we'll, we're, we're gonna do some trivia, some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but we whatever. got we still got about nine and a half oh, minutes great. left to still talk to Sean about things. So a couple, you know, a few more questions about the boxing and stuff like that. All right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, so that's cool. Like yeah, so that's awesome. Who I I remember uh, I do remember one time I do remember when uh, who was the guy that fought Tyson and he was like a big white dude that was just rock dumb and he but he wouldn't go down. I forget oh. the guy. Like he fought him through the whole thing. It was when he went. Oh, no, it couldn't have been. Was I was gonna say when he first got Peter out McNeely. Peter was it Peter McNeely? I, I, it was the first Peter guy. Peter McNeely, yeah. Went, went round for round with him and didn't go down. When no, Tyson, Peter McNeely got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, oh, no, no, there was another Ron guy. Trump. There was another big old. I don't know if it was a big old country hoss. Maybe I'm wrong here. It, that he. I, I just remember that. I mean, well, maybe maybe it, it was. Could have been. Maybe, maybe it was McNeely. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I was a long time ago. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah McNeely well, got knocked out in like 90 seconds. And remember, he was doing the Pizza Hut commercials, and the yeah. pizza would hit his chin, and he fell yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but wasn't there somebody that, that that Tyson fought when he was champion that that stood up to him that went round for round like one of the first people that ever like like everybody said he was going to go down like in two seconds, but he did. Yeah, Bus, Buster Douglas. Was it Buster? Th no, this is a big white dude. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I could be wrong. Oh, I just remember. I remember that. I remember Paz Paz at that time was talking smack about the guy, talking about how he, how this guy was just going to get slaughtered. And I remember the guy didn't do too bad. And then, uh, and then I think Paz lost the fight. It was like a fight a couple of days later. He got beat up. Hey, you were the one that told me. You were like, oh yeah, he got beat the crap out of Paz. Got beat up a couple of days later or something like that after making fun of this guy. Maybe it was because I don't know. I don't remember. He fought, he fought Andrew Galata um, around that time as well. Um, but he wound up, I don't know, I don't remember how many rounds that went, but I think he knocked out, he knocked him out as well. Did he? Yeah, I, I guess yeah. he was just, again, I'm, I wasn't big into boxing back then. I just knew about, obviously, Tyson, everything he was doing. I, I thought there was this, maybe it was that McNeely guy. Maybe he went more than they thought he was going to go. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, since I brought up the uh, Roy Jones Jr. being my favorite fighter, what do you guys think of the uh, exhibition fight the other night? Well, that's a good question, Ben, yeah. Well, um, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a great fight for them, for them two to get out there and do what they were doing, uh, considering their ages. Uh, 
especially being that I'm a massive fighter and we have guys that are in their seventies that are still competing. Right. right. Um, and they did, they did, they went the distance. They, they went eight, two minute, eight, two minute rounds. Um, I think, uh, I think Roy Jones felt the power of Tyson and uh, he didn't want to get hit too many times. Uh, so <laughs> right. he was trying to be as elusive as elusive. He tried to be as elusive as he could be hit and move. Um, and then uh, when he, when Tyson would trap him, he would clinch. And it was, okay. you know, which is an art as well. The art of the clinch is coaching. Yeah. Call it. And uh, so, and, uh, and then he would try to get away, but it was, it was a great, it was a great fight. It was, a, it was, I thought it was fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Get back That's in there awesome. that, you know? So, so as, correct me if, correct me if I'm wrong guys, Nate, Sean, but as an exhibition, it's like what, like no knockouts, no TKOs, right? It's, it's just, right? Is that correct? Uh, I mean, if, 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 if they were going to stop it, if there was a cut. Okay. I, I, I uh, from the thriller, uh, the, the channel that put it on, um, I was reading some of the rules. Um, there were some rumors that they were going to stop. No knockouts, no knockdowns. But, um, you know, there was some of those punches Tyson was throwing. Um, if, he, if he landed clean, they, Roy was going to get hurt. And Roy did get hurt with a couple body shots there. So. Okay. Yeah. But, but they definitely were going to stop it if there was any bad cuts or anything like that. But, uh, you know, it, boxing it is what it is. Even when we're doing, like, hard sparring and training and stuff like that. And you get into it, you, the momentum builds. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna try to hurt each other. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Coach and Nate, I have a question for you. Same, I think he same. left. Oh. oh. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Here he is. Right, here back. He is. He's coming back. Here he comes. Oh, there he is. Never mind. Never mind. Coach. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I just had a question for you. What did you think about the uh, Tyson uh, Jones Jr exhibition fight the other night um honestly yeah honestly and sean's gonna hate me i thought it was a circus really? it was just a money grab absolutely well i mean come but, on they're both in their 50s and they're yeah willing I, to get in that ring that's some heart to me yep yeah, I, I know you're right i don't know i just i i don't know i, I an exhibition bout you think it was a money thing? You think it was a money thing? But the problem is, I, I, I shouldn't say that because Mike Tyson donated all his money to charity. So yeah. Yeah. I got to give him to him for that. I just, but from, from what I saw, I only saw clips, but uh, I saw, it seemed like every time Tyson had him hurt, he'd back off a little bit. And it looked like Roy Jones Jr. was just arm punching, you right. know, but I mean, he might have been scared that Sean thinks he was just scared and didn't really want to engage with him. Right. But Mike Tyson's a, a natural heavyweight. Roy Jones Jr. used to fight at like 160. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. you know, well, I mean, Mike Tyson yeah. will send you to the sky if he hits yeah, you right in the right, right spot. But you're right. I remember Roy Jones Jr. being a, a middleweight when I was younger. As yes. A kid, uh, fighting at, what, 155, 160? Something like that, yeah. Uh, and then he, I remember him being a pound for pound, per pound, per pound fighter. Where he was moving up the ranks and being a light heavyweight, then being a, or actually, I'm sorry, what was it, a super middleweight, uh, light heavyweight, a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean, trying to say something. Turn it over to him. So he took belts. He took belts in four different weight classes. And yeah, had, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. In the heavyweight division, he fought John Ruiz and beat him. And, uh, you know, in the head. So. So he went all the way from like 155 all the way up to heavyweight and took a belt in every division. Wow. Wow. Yep. 
Hey, Nate. Yes, sir. Where's your, hey, where's your beautiful wife going? I see she's putting a coat on. Uh, probably to go see her boyfriend. Uh, I don't blame her. Because now she got glasses so she could actually see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's me. She's coming to see me. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to get Ari for more. They both, oh, both their kids work. Nice. So. nice. All right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey. All right, guys. We got, we got, we got like less than a minute for this one. So let's cut out. Uh, we'll take a piss break and then we'll get back in and finish yeah, it off. Intermission time, folks. Yeah, don't go anywhere, folks. Don't go anywhere. Intermission. Just stay yeah. with us. We're going to talk out for a minute. We're going to take a piss break. We'll be back in with all of us. We'll be back, okay? Yep. All right. How about right, you know? Matt. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the East Coast Brews podcast. Uh, hey, hopefully you stuck with us here. This is a little intermission while we all went out and take, take a piss or two. You know, got to take care of that. Yeah, definitely. Got to lead the lizard, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so hey, yeah. so hey. first of all, hey, thank you all for listening in. Uh, we want to thank Sean. Hey, thanks so much, brother, for being part of the show, man. I tell you, oh, you're man. awesome, bro. Awesome. Thank I mean, you. Thank you. It was an I'm honor right. to be here. No, thanks, thanks man. I mean, we thanks. had we had uh, we, a couple of months ago when Ben and I were doing this alone, we had a book blogger on here. She was really nice, really cool. Yeah. Um, and and it's also having you, brother, as a guest, man. I, you're awesome, man. It, I can't even begin to tell you. I want to thank you, Sean, for your – first of all, I want to thank you for being a friend of Nate's, uh, for taking care of our brother for us. Uh, I really appreciate it, man, uh, you know, and, and, and being kind to him because it's hard to be kind to him. But uh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Sean, I also want to thank you, too. For, for me personally, I want to thank you for all the uh, stuff you do for kids, for the kids. Uh, because just, people just don't do enough out there for kids these days. And to you and Nate uh, for helping out the kids, for boxing Irish Boxing Club, helping out the kids, for Gene Reed, for all you guys do. I mean, like Nathan said earlier, it's free. So kids, get down there. And I'm sure that that $2 Nathan's talking about, that if you can't pay it, let them know, and I'm sure Nathan will pay for it. Yeah, so, yeah. Or Son will, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to put you on the hook there. I mean, Ben, why don't you – I'll have you go down there with him. You know, you can do it. Well – I just, I, I basically want to re reiterate what you just said. Sean, you're a great guy. I've, I've been with you. I hung out with you a couple of times. We played golf together. Uh, you're, you're just a great all around guy. You're very nice. Um, and I'm, I'm more than, you know, grateful and glad that you're a friend of my brother, Nate, because yeah. you guys are just two great people. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. It's, it's an honor. And uh, Coach Nate takes care of me. Too, so that uh, and uh, sir, thank you for your service too. I appreciate. It. Thank oh, you. Thanks, thanks, so, brother. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Well, it's an honor to be here. I can't, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough as well. Well, it's an honor for us. I'll tell you that it's right. An honor. Now. It's an honor. It for is. Us. I'll say. Uh, and just so everybody know. Everybody knows. I know we didn't mention it earlier, but Tim unfortunately couldn't be here with us tonight. He actually, uh, actually was meeting with someone uh, at six o'clock for work, and he couldn't. He couldn't be part of tonight's episode. So just let everybody know that. But he says hello. He wants to say, hey, thanks, Sean, for being on here. He told me earlier to tell Sean thanks so much for being on the show, and he can't wait to hear what you what you, what you have to say. So, again, Sean, awesome. The um, uh, Why don't you guys, again, Nate and Sean, why don't you guys, again, quickly uh, tell everybody where the Irish Boxing Club is again and, 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 and uh, how they can get down there, stuff like that. The, the Irish Boxing Club is in Weston Fieldhouse, it's called. 
It's on Providence Road in Scranton. Um, everybody knows where that is. Yep. Um, and we, you come in the door, like you said, um, you don't have, you have to pay like a two dollar fee. Um, but sometimes they waive that if they know, if they, you know, if the kids are poor, which, or me, Sean, or Gene will will help pay it. You know, we are a, a nonprofit, so we do have some money that we can cover that, cover the memberships. Um, you know, when you come in, you make sure you just learn the fundamentals. You're not gonna you're not gonna spar. You're not gonna get beat up. You're not gonna fight yet until we feel you're ready. You're safe. You're in a safe place. Nice. All right. You know? That's and all. I just want to mention Sean's golf game. Man, he hits that ball a mile, but it doesn't go straight. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could attest to that. <laughs> hey Sean, I, I don't know if Nathan mentioned earlier. I forget if if I didn't ask you or not, but Sean, but Nate, I know that you obviously, as we said, you're a boxer. What what what's your record, Sean? Would you tell us? Mind telling us? So, well, I'm 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 ten and ten. Okay. So I've had a I've had a lot of uh, I've I've fought um, probably the toughest guys in the masters division. Wow. Um, okay. There was some times where, you know, I had like four and five fights and we couldn't find somebody to come in. So we had guys that had 100 fights. Um, oh, I fought wow. one guy. I fought one guy who had 250 fights. Um, and then uh, uh, we fought a guy uh, from Oregon that had like 400 fights um, all before I got to number 10. Wow. So, okay. right. so uh, but it's but it's, qual it's quality of training down at the club. Yeah. So, one wow. thing, one thing I I forgot to mention about you, Sean, earlier, when I was at your fights, uh, going back in the past, I was at a few of your fights actually. Um, no matter the outcome, before you knew what it was, you were always so graceful to go over there to the other person, and to 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 hug them or congratulate them for the fight that you guys just had together. No matter before you even knew what the outcome was, I always thought that was fascinating that you did that. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that, and uh, that's something that that we share in the masters division. Mm. Um, all of the all of the older gentlemen um, and and the and the older women who fight in this division with us, um, we we've we've been humbled by life, uh, and uh, you know we don't we don't uh, talk a lot of smack to each other. Um, we, right. we we don't get um we don't get like any kind of money for anything we do we do it specifically because we love fighting we love boxing we love the sport and we love to give back to the communities and stuff like that so um uh it's like a lot of times it's it's our second chance to uh to to relive our dream so um it, we're very humble about it nice wow. nice nice, nice yeah nice. nice that's awesome so, so, so one thing that we, we don't do on the show is we don't drop like family names or anything like that. But I know Sean, uh, I, you know, I've, I've said before to people, I've got two kids, they're in their twenties, uh, mid twenties. Uh, Sean, I know you, you said you also have kids too, as well. Yes. yes. Um, and, and, and uh, older as well. And yep. Nate, Nate's got his daughter 16. And then, uh, and, and then also his, his other, um, uh, um, uh, Michelle, his wife, her kids. Um, so, and, and Ben, Ben as well, right, Ben? You got young kids, right, Ben? Yeah. Young, yep. Yep, young kids. Um, and our, our brother Tim has, again, has some older kids as well in their 20s too. So, so Sean, is there any – so, let me ask, so you guys, all of you guys, is there any uh, – how was your Thanksgiving? Was there anything you guys – any family traditions that you guys do as, as a family for Thanksgiving? Did – obviously COVID messed it up this year, but, you know, for instance, us, we're very simple. 
and, and my wife and my two kids, my mother-in-law lives with us for like 17 years, so she's here. Uh, she, my mother-in-law is from China. She, uh, she came here from China in the 70s. Thanksgiving is her big thing. Uh, every year she does a big turkey. Every year she gets up at three o'clock in the morning. She bakes that thing old school every hour. Does everything she's supposed to do. And she's and she's and you ask her like, why is Thanksgiving so special to you? And she'll say to you that because for her, when she came to this country, the opportunities that she had here, she loves America so much that she loves Thanksgiving because she wants to give thanks of all everything she has. And and you you see that a lot with with, with immigrants. You see that a lot. Yeah, you uh, do. You know, they're you really do. like that. And you see that with my mother-in-law. So she loves Thanksgiving bigger than Christmas, bigger than anything I've ever seen. This woman puts on a feast. And so she did this year. Um, we had uh, we had uh, my sister-in-law and, and her husband and son came over as well, even though I'm probably going to get arrested now because we're not supposed to tell people that, but whatever. Ah. So, <laughs> so we had, so we, now, now it's on the air now. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so we had that. But they, they're here every day anyway, and I, I get tested for COVID once a week, so so did my sister-in-law, so everybody's fine. Uh, but yeah, so that, yeah, so that's our tradition. So how about you guys? What about you guys? What do you guys do? Well, I'm sorry, it's 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 Nate again. Yeah. <laughs> we um we usually have a big feast here. Uh, Michelle's family comes over. I missed um, this, it. I missed it, man. I missed oh, it. But nobody came this year. No, I'm because, just saying. I'm just saying. I missed it. I missed it. Oh yeah, we all did. And yeah. um. We have we have everybody here for Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Nobody came, and it kind of sucked. Um, but you know what? <laughs> Me and Michelle spent the day together. And we actually went to Denny's, and oh, I didn't yeah. realize, dude, they had the best cheeseburgers. I couldn't believe how good it was. Oh, Denny's is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was crushing that cheeseburger. It was awesome. <laughs> so we're going uh, there anymore. <laughs> that's classic. That's classic. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know if Sean wants to say. Well, the same thing we had the, with all these rules with the COVID. Um, so we're, we were only allowed to have like 10 people So um, at dinner. So we wound up having a, a huge funeral for our turkey. Um, <laughs> our, family, our family turkey died. And really? We had, yeah, so we, we ate him. And we had, 15, <laughs> we had 15 people at the table. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, See what see what's gonna happen when if this if if our podcast ever gets big and famous, that's that's they'll come and arrest us then because that's when they're gonna listen to us. So they're gonna find out that oh, 15 years ago when these guys were talking about the COVID, these guys had more people than they needed. We're gonna have to go arrest them now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the way things are going, you're not gonna be able to do anything pretty soon. You'll you'll be locked no. in your houses and they'll be asking for your papers pretty soon when you go out the door. So look yeah, out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nazi. Right. Nazi right. I Germany. I digress. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. What? What your? You, what did you do? Oh, uh, normally, like I like to go down to Nate's house um, on Thanksgiving, and we usually enjoy a nice Thanksgiving dinner. Um, but because that did not happen because of the COVID, uh, and Nate went out. Nate went out to Denny's. Uh, I just went up to Mom's house, and we had a turkey dinner by ourselves, and we ate some turkey and stuffing and the fixings, and we just hung out. Nice, nice. That's it. Nice. So, Sean, when you say when you say the family turkey, are you really like? Are you? Did you really have a family turkey, or is that like are you joking around? No, I'm joking around. Okay. Yeah, because we, because <laughs> you're allowed to, you're only allowed to have ten people for dinner, but you're allowed to have thirty people for a funeral. So, that's awesome. We had a funeral for the turkey. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't. Even, I didn't even pick that up, dude. That's yeah, great. Yeah. That's great. That's fucking great. Love it. Oh, I I'm glad I asked you. Now I got it. 
<laughs> That's great. And hey, hey, Maddie back there, what did you do? Well, I usually I usually go to New York. Yeah. But we couldn't go there because my grandma's crazy. So <laughs> aren't they all? They're all grandmothers are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we went we went to my mom's friend's house. Nice. Dinner there. Nice, nice. There cool. You go. Cool. That's good. So I at least, so, you, did, at least you did something. Yeah. So one thing so one thing that I do on the show, Nate, you haven't really been part of it yet, but it will be now is talk about my kids and how much they suck. And so, so I, so I, so I love my kids and all, but if you've listened to past episodes of the show, many of you will learn that my son who has his own apartment for some reason wants to come over to my house to take a crap and clogs up my toilet every time. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have listened to that or not, but that happens quite often. And then, I, and then the one time he calls me to his house at nighttime, that's like 12 o'clock at night and says, Hey, Pat, my, my toilet's not flushing because I took a large dump. And this is his apartment, 12 o'clock at night. You need to help me. So I said, okay. So I go over there at 12 o'clock at night. I get a plunger. I, I said, do you have a plunger? I don't know. All right. So I get my plunger. I go over there, right? I'm over there. I'm plunging that thing away, right? And I'm getting turd water all over me. I'm plunging that thing away. And, and this idiot, and what's he doing? He's over there in the corner freaking videotaping me for Instagram so he can make fun of my ass that I'm freaking plunging his toilet, right? So, you know, so while we love our kids, they suck. They do. They do. They suck. So, yeah. So I don't know if you guys have any good stories or not. Anything, anything you guys want to share that you don't want your kids to get mad at you or anything like that? But that's our, that's our segment. <laughs> I, I, got a good, I got a good one. I got a good one. I was uh, about two years ago. I was cutting weight to get ready for a fight. And uh, I, I, I was having a little trouble losing some weight. So I went and got the saline solution, the laxative from the Dollar General store. So I'm, I'm gonna chug it real quick while I'm, in the, while I'm in the truck and my son's sitting right next to me and he's been here with me before when I've done it. And I make these horrible faces, it's the most disgusting stuff ever. And, uh. and I didn't even realize it when I'm drinking it and I'm freaking making all these nasty faces and he's over there laughing at me and he freaking videotaped the whole thing and put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I always say, I'm, I'm glad that we can be entertain. I'm glad that we can become the entertainment for our kids, so they can make fun of us and with all their friends, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, Sean, is it still on there? Yes, it's 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 on there. Uh, uh, double double dog one two three, I think is uh, is his name. It's on there someplace. <laughs> I gotta go check it out. I gotta go check it out. That's funny. Nate, Nate, what about you, Nate? Anything you gotta talk about, Maddie over there? Anything you wanna well, tell us about her? Not really. She did have me do a. A video, I forget what was a TikTok when I, I had to say, uh, I'm in the ghetto, cha 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 cha. I don't, I, but like you said, they're making fun of me, and I, I, I have people still message me about it. Oh, <laughs> but she's a good, she's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, they're all good kids. I mean, we love them. They're all great, but I'm pretty oh, yeah. much an ATM machine to her. That's it. Ah. <laughs> don't feel bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ben, what about you got anything with your young kids, Ben? Anything you got? Anything happen? With you? Uh, past things, past Thanksgivings and stuff, and Christmases. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Anything funny happen? Can you tell about? Um, <laughs> just a normal uh, Thanksgiving dinner, um, and uh, when it comes to uh, Christmas time, hanging out, watching uh, movies together. Polar Express was our favorite. 
So yeah. Cool, cool, nice, nice. All right, so guys, we're gonna have some uh, interesting facts here. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go some see if you guys know this. These are uh, this is again from BuzzFeed, and it's um uh, interesting facts that will make you say, I never knew that. So let me see if you guys know some of these things here real quick here. Um, so did you guys know that the voice of Mickey Mouse, the original voice of Mickey Mouse, and the voice of Minnie Mouse got married in real life? No. Yeah, they, they did. Okay. They did. Yep. Did I ben, know that? Ben, uh, what's, what's, what is German chocolate cake named after? German chocolate cake? Yeah, what's it named after? Um... Shit. Okay, well, it looks like it, I guess, right, Sean? What about you, Nate? You guys, what about you and Sean? I, you guys think? See, I have no idea, Sean. So. No I mean, you would you would think Germany, right? Well, so German chocolate cake is actually named after a guy called Sam German. Oh. All right. But yeah. I think most people think that German chocolate cake was is a German dessert. That's why. All right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. The creature, the creature that kills the most people every year isn't snakes. It isn't sharks, and it isn't, and it isn't even other humans. Do you know what it is? Alligator. Nope. What's that, Sean? A domestic cat. No, no. Uh, that would be funny if it was, though. I'd get rid of mine, too, by the way. But I'll give you guys another hint. It's a bug. Oh. Mosquito. Yeah, it is. The mosquito. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. The mosquito kills more people, kills the most wow. people every year. Than more Malaria. than snakes, sharks, yeah. or even the other humans. Malaria. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me see here. The Sun City Palms is a cheerleading squad in Arizona that only people 55 or older can join. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that'll be that. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Chainsaw, the horror movie murder weapon of choice, were invaded for. Were, were invented. Oh, did, you, yeah, did you guys know this is weird? Did you know that the chainsaw was invented for childbirth? Yeah. You knew that, Maddie? Why? Why is that? I, I, why is that? Because they um they didn't think they'd be able to get the baby out. So quick to get quick cut it cut it out. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Sean's like got a face like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's a weird one. I've, I've also I've done tree work for 26 years, and I've seen guys hit their legs with with saws oh. because they didn't wear chaps oh. or something like oh. that. So I know how nasty uh, chainsaw yeah. cuts can be. So I can oh. imagine uh, trying to deliver your baby and using a chainsaw to yeah, was, get it out. Yeah, I, I was gonna imagine that. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, it's it's uh, crazy. Maddie knew that before we did. I know, I right? Huh? I, I have one. Maddie has one. Go ahead. Do you know why um, Frosted Flakes were invented? Yeah, to st I know why, but I'll let you say it. Why? I know why. Because you don't. I didn't he like want to stop masturbating? Or yeah, something? yes, you don't play it. Yeah, it was supposed to help. It was supposed to stop the uh, the uh, in the uh, what do you call it? The the what do you call that when you have when you want to do something real bad? It was the desire. Yeah, the desire. Yes, it was supposed to stop the desire to masturbate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Is that yep. for real? Yes, yes. That's what that that's why frosted flakes were invented. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you guys know that there are more public libraries in America than McDonald's? Huh? That's pretty wow. interesting. No. You don't think so? No, I think <laughs> it's it's interesting, yeah, but I didn't know it. Yeah. 
So people made people wore fake moles. You know what you know when you see on TV in the old days when they used to wear those fake moles on their faces? Yeah. They were made of velvet, silk, or mouse skin. And it was an 18th century fashion statement. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Before the invention of color TV, 75% of people said they dreamed in black and white. Today, only 12% say they dream in black and white. Really? Yeah, that, that's interesting, isn't it? So yeah. they're saying that color TV is doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. okay. A female architect student prevented a Manhattan skyscraper from collapsing in the 1970s when she caught a massive design flaw. Oh, that's good for them. Yeah. It's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely. You can't own more than <laughs> one guinea pig. <laughs> I, I, I have a crazy story to tell you. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. My cousin Erica today, a guy's car flipped over and she pulled the guy out of the car. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, so what happened with hurt. the guy? Is he okay? Yeah, the cops said he was they were surprised he was alive. Wow, yeah. nice. Look at that. What's your name again? Erica. Well, congratulations, Erica. Good job. Yeah, thank and you, Erica, Erica, for being a good citizen. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get you a medal for that. They should press that that Maddie. They should get her a medal for that. <laughs> hey, did you guys know that plastic that paper bags aren't any better for the environment than plastic bags? Uh, why? They're just not. They're not any better right. for the environment. So right. just so you guys know, Rhode Island has a paper that has a plastic bag ban. Really? So, you so yes, you cannot have any plastic bags. I mean, here you only can sell. Uh, they've gone back to the 1980s with paper mm -hmm. bags now. The big yeah. problems, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're worth yeah. shit. They, they, they break and they rip in the first. You lift yep. them up. Yeah, but I get I get that because of the uh, sea the sea uh, the sea life. They get the plastic all wrapped around them, and they end up choking and dying. Well, that's well, that's the other reason why. Yeah, that's a big reason why. I think. Right. Yeah, well, you, you do have the ocean all around you. Yeah. True. True. Mm -hmm. Right. So until 1980s, it was illegal for a woman to drive a car down Main Street in Waynesboro, Virginia, unless her husband was walking in front of the car waving a red flag. It <laughs> 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 should still be going on today. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at this. A can of Mountain Dew can dissolve a mouse. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. Mountain Dew could dissolve a mouse. I got to get some of that in here. Wow, man. Well, that's pretty much all that I got. Let me see here. I just want to see if there's anything else here. One quick thing here. See if I can. Oh, hey. I like this guy. Richard Nixon once smuggled a suitcase full of weed. Through the airport for Louis Armstrong. That's awesome, man. Wow. That's great. Oh, man. Cool. Cool. It's all right. Cool, guys. Awesome. So now, hey, Nate. Awesome. Nate, emails with Nate. Let's bring it on, baby. All right. Come on, Nate. Do it. All right. You ready? Yeah. Well, we have one from Joe. Thank you, Joe. It was about naming our favorite boxers. We did that. Um, Thanks, Joe. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. And one from Beth. That was all about the turkey day and COVID. So thank oh, you, yeah. Beth. Thanks, Beth. And we have one from Emma. Uh, you guys talk about the Beatles a lot. What Beatle would you say you are? All right. Well, we talk about that. So, uh, so, so uh, first of all, 
uh, we we know Tim. We know Tim would probably be Tim, Paul McCartney. We know that yes. Tim loves Paul McCartney. He's always liked Paul McCartney. As a matter of fact, we we talked about this one time, but not on the show. But when we were kids growing up, I don't know if you guys remember this or not. When we lived on Garfield uh, in the '80s, when Tim joined, the, he joined the Navy like '84. But before he left the Navy in 1980, when John Lennon died, uh, Tim actually, uh, in a tribute to John Lennon, he wallpapered the whole room Beatles. Yep. And we have pictures of that. We're going to yes. put that on the Facebook yeah. page. So you guys yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah we're you gonna have do to do that. But when I, but when, when he left in 1984, we left there, what, what, what did we, we ended up leaving like 1985 until we sold 85, the house. yeah. Yeah, 85. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, so I actually moved, moved into his room because prior to that, it was me, Nathan, and Ben in the same room for years. And that's yeah. forever. Yeah. And I moved in there and I kept all that stuff up. I didn't, I kept all his Beatles stuff up until we moved out. And then I think we just left it there. The so that's pretty bed. cool. Huh? I'm in the, the trouble bed. bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm telling you. No, that bed, that that bed still exists. That's yeah, still there. Yeah. I yeah. I sleep I sleep on that now. <laughs> yeah. He he sleeps he sleeps in that bed doing you know what eating cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So again. So now for me, I would have to be Ringo Starr. Ringo. Right. I like Ringo. I love this whole peace and love thing. I like people. I enjoy people. Um, I like to be friendly with everyone, and Ringo's just always just pretty cool to me. So I'd have to say that I, I, for me, it would be Ringo Starr. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll go with uh, George Harrison, of course. Yeah. yeah George, quiet Beatle. Georgie, yeah. Georgie, gotta love Georgie. Mm -hmm. And George for me, uh, John Lennon. Yeah, John Lennon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Sean. Do you like the Beatles or no? <laughs> Yo, I was a Mot I was a Motley Crue kid growing up. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, not, uh, too fast, fun. too fast yeah. for love. Yes. Yeah. 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 I seen the dirt like twenty two times. Oh yeah. There you that go. Was, that was good. That was but, good. Uh, no, I never really got into the Beatles, but I loved Motley Crue and the eighties hair bands and stuff like that. So so was so was Motley Crue. So Sean, you and I, you and I could talk about this all night because that was my thing too. I mean, I was again for me the eighties too with with, the, with all the hair bands, and I was right in the prime of that and. And, you know, I mean, I was born in 69, but by the time I was, like, a teenager, they were all coming out. Yeah, yeah. Early. So, for me, it was, like, the, the best. And we used to draw, we used to dress up, like, we would just wear our hair, like, you know, yeah. the, you know the long hair. And right. we would wear the tight, the, the tight, uh, uh, you know, the, the jeans. And, right. and they, they call them, and I don't mean it's in a bad way, so anybody get mad at me, but we used to call them the fairy boots, where they were, like, the, the, the suede. They look like, uh, I don't know how to say it, like, like. The mystical creatures fairies wear. I don't know how to say it, but they were yeah. like suede boots that used to go up to about like about mid, mid leg, and and we used to wear that. Uh, yeah. We used to wear the you know and the, the you know the the, sweat, the shirts and, and those you know those jean jackets with the the frills all over them. You know like the yes. Bon Jovi jeans, yes. not jean jacket, but yes. the leather jacket. Then, the leather so, jackets, yeah. So so was Motley Crue Sean, for you? Was that like was they your favorite hair band? They were they were Motley Crue was my favorite. So when I first went the very first time I got put away, I had a Walkman. I had three Motley Crue tapes and a bag of clothes. Really? Nice. Yes. Really? Yes. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that part, that's great. Uh, yeah. I think for me, I like Motley Crue. Like Ben said, "Too Fast for Love" was probably, is probably my favorite. Um, when they were just raw, right? And yes. They don't get enough credit yeah. for that, but I think it was. I don't. I don't even think the. I don't even think that the, the movie The Dirt really talks much about "Too Fast for Love," does it? It talks more about well, their. It, it, it hits on it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when yeah. Nate when Nate gave me that uh, for for my birthday and Christmas, he gave me the Epiphone, and um, I've been playing on on that a lot. And I recently bought a Marshall like about a month ago, and I play it through my my um, whatever. It doesn't matter when I play it through, but anyway, uh, a lot of Too Fast for Love is drop D tuning, and all that stuff like even the song Too Fast for Love and and merry-go-round, all that is all drop D, so it's so great to play. I love playing it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we enjoy, yeah, I, yeah, I was, yeah, we were big into Motley Crue. I liked Skid Row was another one I liked. Yeah. Um, to me, they were kind of a little bit Motley Crue-ish, I think. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I, for me, I, I, it was hard for me, too, to get out because Pink Floyd and ELO were, like, two of my favorites. In the, and, you know, the, the Beatles weren't, like, my favorite favorite either. But those other ones were. But then, like I said, I got into the hairband stuff, and I really enjoyed right. like Warrant and, and Wasp, and yeah. all those bands were just great. All me and my friends, and we and we were, of course, you know, back then everybody had to have a band. So you know, we'd all be back there with like in my back porch, like fake guitar playing for me, and my buddies would all be playing their instruments. So yeah, it was cool. Oh crap! I didn't realize we're already over forty minutes almost. All right, all right, all right. So Nate, anything else with the emails? We got, we got one more. All right. Um, this is from Alex. There is a five-year difference between Tim and Matt, and the same between Matt and Nate. You said there's only two-year difference between Nate and Ben. Because of the age difference, are you closer? And I, uh, we talked about it. Me and me and Ben's friends were all pretty much the same growing up. Okay, yeah, yeah I know you that. Know, I yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't know if you remember Matt's 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 friends were a little older, and they used to like beat us up and kick us out of their clubhouse in the house in Westside. Yeah, we yeah. did. Because we used yeah, to go we, hang out yeah. with Because we wanted guys. to be cool like you guys. Yeah. You, know? you guys, true. Nate, Nate, you with Chris Shem and Ben with yeah. Dave Shem. You guys just drive us nuts, man. Oh, yeah. my. Couldn't stand it. And Tim and had nothing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, and Tim, 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 for me and Tim, with again, with the age difference with us five years and then me and you, yeah. Nate, five years, me, even, me and Tim didn't have much of a relationship uh, right. either. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, that was, yeah, one of those things. I, so, but for, but for, I wanted to ask Sean, too. I don't know, Sean, if you have, do you have any siblings, Sean? Uh, oh my goodness! Well, um, we didn't get to grow up together, but I have like yeah. nine brothers. I have nine brothers and three sisters. Okay, and we're all separated. Okay, uh, yeah. You know, we grew up in different parts of the country. So, wow. Okay. So, uh, do you have, do you have, do you have uh, any contact now with any of them? Um, I do. Um, we we've uh, we've some of I've gotten closer with some of them. Um, cool. Okay. Me and nice. My, me, and my, me and my brother Keith are very close. Um, oh, my good. Brother, my brother Kyle. Um, and uh, my uh, my my brother Chaz actually moved up here and oh, uh, nice. and boxed and stuff like that with me. Okay, so that was pretty cool. All right, so, cool, nice. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Sean. That's oh, awesome. Thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. So Ben, we got we got uh, eight minutes, uh, seven minutes, Ben. Eight minutes, Ben. So let's let's do your trivia. Let's do it. All right, I'm gonna do it real quick with music trivia. Just a couple questions. Yeah. Uh, whoever raises their hand, whoever wants to shout it out, you do what you got to do. Um, okay. So my first question to you guys is, what American singer-songwriter wrote and first recorded the song Blue Suede Shoes in 1955? Nate. Uh, Elvis Presley. No. <laughs> Chuck Berry. No. Uh, Sean, you know? I don't know. No clue. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. No. Carl Perkins. Never heard of him. Nope. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, 
Which music le legend was sentenced to six years in prison in 1988? Um, uh, James Brown. You got it. Thanks, yeah. Nate. Really? Good one. Nate? Wow. How did you know wow. that? He got caught with cocaine in his trunk, right? Wow. Uh, received a six-year sentence in May for numerous charges, most so perhaps being leading Kate, uh, case through two years stay through to only spend two years in prison for charges of cocaine conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nate, thanks, yeah. Nate. Good well, job. Nate, Nate, he, he, like Louis Armstrong, he didn't get Richard Nixon to get it through the airport for him. Yep. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I'll give you guys one more for my, my music, my music trivia. Uh, which well-known Hollywood Hollywood actor claims he turned down an opportunity to be a member of the Backstreet Boys? Oh, um, Brad Pitt. No, <laughs> I know it's a harm because we know none of us probably listen to that. But well, Sean said Mark Wahlberg. Is that right? Uh, no. Yeah. He was in something, wasn't he, though? Yeah. Oh, it was Marky Mark, Mark or something, well, wasn't well, it? Well, he was, but this one, he claims he turned down an opportunity to oh. be a member. Who is it? Who was it? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, I knew it had to be one of those pretty boys. Yeah. yeah. Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, yeah. Nate. Yeah. I knew it was one of them. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for my trivia. Nice. Thanks, thank Ben. You. Nice, nice. No so yeah, so guys, we got about a couple minutes left. Uh, anything we want to talk about to wrap things up or what? Yeah, I got one more segment, <clears throat> if you don't mind. Well, hurry up. We got five minutes. All right, All right here we go. All right, so it's it's uh we're we're talking about um how holiday time, and we're talking about holiday time shopping, and what would we do in the moment? All right, let's do it. So Matt goes to the store. Now, figuratively speaking, Matt goes to the store. He has to get a box of stuffing. Now, his wife want, wants him to get a box of stuffing that is the name brand. But in his head, he says, oh, shit, I'm going to get the, the store brand. What do you think Matt is going to do? So, Sean, to give you a little bit of a hint, I'm afraid of my wife. So, that's all I'm going to say. So if she wants if she wants name brand, you go with that, guys. <laughs> you get name brand. There you go. That's it. There you go. I get I'll name brand. I'll say that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, obviously I'll say that too. Right? <laughs> you gave yep. it away. All right. So Nate Nate has to go to the store. He has hour and hour and about forty five minutes before uh, uh, the dinner preparations are done. So he goes to the store and he has to get a couple of things here and there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So he goes through the checkout line. He has like six, seven items. The girl behind him has one item. Do you, think Nate, do you think Nate is going to let the girl go behind him because she has one item or is he going to go before her? With a bunch of items. What? With, he's going to go before her with a bunch of items. Well, yeah, he's going to go before her, or do you think he's going to let right. her pass because she has one item? All right, well, I, I'm going to say I think he's going to let her go first. I think Nate's a nice guy. 
right, that's what I would say too. Yeah, John, what do you think? Think definitely. Nate, right. what would you do? <laughs> I think he'd let her go. Yes, I would let her go. Yeah, nice. I figured that. Yeah, you're a good. Yeah, we figured. And it doesn't have to be a female. I let anybody go at one item. No, I get you. I, 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 I should have thrown any individual. No, I don't. You're, right. You're right. All right, and the last one, uh, Sean. We're going to use that as an example. And Sean, please be totally honest about your answer. Uh oh. Your wife sends you to the store to get a turkey the size to feed a feast. So you're going to get a turkey that's going to be about uh, seven, eight pounds. And it's on your wallet. So you decide to go to the store. You see a nice, big, fat turkey. Oh, yeah, this is going to be the one. But then you see the one beside it. That's going to be, ah, oh, look at this one. It's nice, but it's not as big, but it's cheaper. Maybe I'll get this one. What does Sean do in that instance? Well, uh, I think for me, my just meeting Sean for the first time and the nice guy that he is, I think he's going to go with it and get the big turkey. And then he's going to take it home and murder it and have a funeral. So I think I, I think that's what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would go with uh, he's going to get the big turkey for his wife. Me too. Me too. <laughs> what would you do, Sean? Yeah, I'd get the, I'd get the big turkey. Yeah. Nice. All right. Now, is, it be, is it because you're like me scared or because you just would do it? <laughs> No, I, I would I would just do it, and then I'd probably be in trouble because usually it's the opposite way around. She'd rather have the sale items, and I, and that's why I'm not allowed to offer. <laughs> that's true, Sean. I was just uh, going to say to you, too. I'd bring home the big turkey and then tell her about the small one, and i get yelled off for not getting the cheaper one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, guys, we got, we got about a minute left for it shuts us down. So, hey, everybody, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. Uh, Sean, thanks again, Sean. Thanks so much for being our special guest. We hope you come back, brother, because oh, it was definitely. awesome having you here. Um, I'm sure this is gonna this is gonna end up having some emails here, so you know yeah. we want to have you back to answer emails too and stuff like that. Yeah. So let's yeah. do it, uh, Maddie. Thanks a lot for being on the show as well. Uh, we appreciate you being there, and uh, you guys, God bless you guys. Peace and love, Nate, Ben, Sean, Maddie. Peace and love, Tim. We miss you. Well, we'll hopefully yeah. we'll get you next week. I just want to say it's been a great show. Sean, thank you so much. Yep. The show has been spectacular. I loved all the questions and answers. I loved all your all your answers. I'm going up back on the documentary. I love it. I hope we can do this again sometime with you, buddy. Yeah. Nate, thank you. Thanks. And I want to thank you guys for having him on. He's like, yeah, one of my oh, best yeah, friends. God, I love it, man. Love it, love anytime, it. Anytime, anytime. Thank you so much. Love it. Yeah, Thanks, remember fellas. everybody. It was an honor. Thanks, Sean. It was an honor for us. Trust me. So remember, everybody, East Coast Bros 2, the number two, East Coast Bros 2.